As you heard there, Southland police are urging caution in the water after a woman was bitten by a shark in Riverton. The 21-year-old received a significant laceration to her leg after walking in knee-deep water in an estuary at 2am. Police believe the culprit was a seven-gill shark and the time of day may have been a factor. I spoke to shark scientist Riley Elliott about how to avoid any nasty encounters with the creatures. It's quite common for seven gills to be up that Riverton estuary. Um, at this time of year, they do come in shallower, uh, tending to you know move where their prey does. And as most fishermen know, the fish generally come in shallow in summer, uh, mainly the spawn and seek the, the coverage of nursery areas for, for, for giving off their, um, their young and their eggs. And, um, and with that come the predators. And uh, I think that the novel thing to note on this, this incident um, was the time of day, or should I say night. The lady was swimming at a unique hour of 2 a.m., I believe. Um, and what that means is obviously it's dark, and uh, the lady in knee-deep water wouldn't be able to see what was there. And equally, um, this is when sharks like seven gills capitalize on being able to use their senses other than vision uh, to catch prey that are, that are mainly you know, visually avoiding predators. So... You know, a very rare incident, um, but, you know, when it is summer and we go swimming in the ocean, there are animals out there, and equally standing on a crab or a stingray, uh, a very rare incident with a seven-girl having a a nibble, and and luckily the lady was all right, albeit having a a laceration to the leg. So are there hotspots around the country or parts of the water to avoid when you're swimming? Not generally. I mean, the ocean is full of fish. Uh, they're widely distributed, and uh, the species vary. So in the North Island this time of year, the, the bronze whale is the most commonly encountered shark in our coast. Um, but they're very attuned to people and generally avoid us. Um, and likewise, seven gills, you know, very common down the South Island. Uh, they're called a cow shark around the rest of the world because they're, they're kind of docile like cows. You know, they move very, very slowly, very non-active. But if you put food in the water... Um, they can turn on quite quickly and become quite bitey. Um, you know, sharks don't have hands, so they investigate with their mouth. And you can imagine a, a shark in the darkness navigating on vibration and splashing and smell, and all of a sudden there's a, there's a white piece of flesh in front of you, and, and you might think it's your natural prey. So you have a bite. Um, they get a kick to the head from the lady and then let's go. But they do have sharp teeth, and that can result in that. So... It's really just about being aware about our surroundings and, you know, something at night, you, you reduce your own perceptive abilities because, as said, in needy water, if that was the middle of the day, you'd see the shark and also the shark would less likely be in a, a predator uh, mode and would likely avoid you. We understand you had your own encounter with a shark this morning, or at least you saw one. Can you tell us about that? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was holding my brand newborn baby while my wife was paddling up her surf, and literally a meter from the shore, there was a little shore break, and the bronze whaler was swimming through the waves. Um, she was out surfing, my buddies were out surfing, and you know, we we understand that, we accept that, we acknowledge that, and and we're aware of that. And um, you know, bronze whalers are you know, a big and very capable shark, but um, we know what they hunt. They 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 stingrays they eat uh you know crabs small small prey like that and generally avoid people so you know they did end up seeing the shark and 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 they made their own decision to stay out there surfing because we're kind of used to it and it would be a different scenario perhaps though if people were fishing in the area or dumped fish carcasses in the area and and and, um situations like that are things people should avoid is overlapping with the presence of fish or fishing 
because that is what can catalyze uh, a shark to get opportunistic or take a bite at something that might not 100% confirm what it is. What should someone do then if they do encounter a shark? Well, generally, if you don't have experience with sharks, it's uh, you know best to avoid things you're afraid of or, or lack the knowledge thereof. Um, so, you know, being calm in the water if you see a shark and, and retreating is, is just a respectful thing to do with any wild animal that you don't understand. But, you know, learning more about them, understanding where they are, what they do, and, and avoiding, you know, potential overlap with their food is, is the best situation because at the end of the day, you know, statistics read for themselves that sharks very rarely uh, have an adverse interaction with people, and it's generally always because of actions that we're doing or unknowingly overlapping with, like, you know, the presence of a bunch of fish carcasses that have been dumped. So, you know, my advice would be bury your fish carcasses in your veggie garden. It's very good for it. Um, or dispose of them, you know, away from where people swim. Um, and likewise, be aware where you swim and that, you know, the greatest message is the biggest risk in the ocean is drowning. Last summer, there was, I think, 100 people, you know, tragically drowned. And so manage your largest risk, which is, is the ocean itself, by swimming between the flags, wearing a life jacket, and getting a Coast Guard membership. That was shark scientist Riley Elliott.